friends, the angels have a very clear message for you this month, and it's this. Do not hold the vibration of fear. Hold the vibration of love. Do not hold the vibration of hate. Hold the vibration of peace. I wanted to let you know that we'll be praying more together here on this podcast. In my lifetime, I've witnessed personally miracles that occur when people come together and use their free will to pray. The angels say it shifts energy, creates an opening for healing, and brings positive change. Please join me at the end of today's episode and every episode this month to pray for and envision peace on earth. We'll also be praying together over on my Instagram page if you want to join us at Angel Podcast. Now here's today's episode. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host, Julie Jancis. And today we are here with Jennifer, who has beautiful angel stories to share with you. Jennifer, welcome to the show. Thank you, Julie. Thank you for having me. Oh, of course, of course. I know that everybody is going to really be inspired and filled by your stories today. So I'm going to have you take it away and share. Okay, great. Thank you. Okay, so my first angel story is um, when I was seven years old, I was sleeping and all of a sudden I heard my name being called. So I thought, I was like, okay, so I kind of woke up and when I woke up, in my doorway um, was a beautiful, just bright light. And this like beautiful woman standing there, never seen her before. So I remember rubbing my eyes and kind of looking at her and I'm like, (laughs) my first question was, am I dying? (laughs) You know, seven, I don't know why I said that, but yeah, she's like, no, no, no. She goes, I'm just here. She said, I'm your guardian angel. I'm here to tell you that you have special gifts you were given and that when the time is called, we, um, she's like, we want you, she's like, um, to share your gifts and we want you to heal as many people as you can possible. Now, this and is when I, you're seven years old. Yes, when I'm seven. Wow. So, yeah. So I, I was like, okay. And it was just her her light and her energy and just was so bright and loving and warm and like something I never like had felt before. And so I just went and I, you know, so I was like, okay. And I'm sitting in my bed looking at her and I'm like, she's like, but I have to go now. And I'm like, but no. I want, I want to go with you. And she goes, you can't, you have things here to do on earth that, you know, is, is, far, is far more important, but just keep in mind, I will always be with you. So I was like, okay. So I went back to sleep and then the next morning I woke up and told my parents and they're like, really, we're so happy. You're going to be a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not thinking again. So I'm like, I'm not thinking I'm going to be a doctor, (laughs) but I didn't know what it was, you know? And so I'm like, okay, but what was, what was fascinating is 
throughout, I mean, throughout my life, I've always heard her. Like there'll be times where I'll be like riding my bike down this really fast, you know, really fast down this hill. And I'll hear her say, slow down, Jennifer, slow down. You're going to you know, crash. And so I would listen to her. And then of course, being a kid, sometimes I wouldn't. And then the, I realized she, she knew what she was doing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now- in trouble. Help people help break this down for folks. Okay. Okay. So you have your own internal dialogue, right? You know this because Jennifer's in my angel Reiki school. So you have your egoic mind thoughts, you have your intuition, your inner dialogue, and and then you have loved ones on the other side and angels that you're able to communicate with. When you say you've always heard her explain to people, um, whether or not it sounds like your own internal intuition dialogue, or does it sound different in some way? Um, with her, it's it's different. It's I, it's kind of hard to explain, but it's I could tell it's a woman's voice. It's not mine, but I hear her in my head. And so, as far as so, it's a different than my own internal dialogue. So I know, but I also know the difference between like if I'm connecting with a loved one, sometimes it will be my, you know, as far as my voice, like as far as not necessarily theirs. So it might be hard to explain, but it is different. I can tell the difference, but with my guardian angel, she has a very distinct voice. I I know it's her when it's her. That's awesome. Well, I think that's helpful for people to understand because actually I was on Instagram like live last night at 730. Um, and it's helpful for us to tell people we're recording this in January 2022. And somebody said, Julie, when you talk and you say angels, do you mean like legit angels or are you meaning like loved ones on the other side and it's interesting because when you get into like our um free facebook tribe angels and awakening podcast tribe over on facebook or even in the angel membership community that we have people tend to ask the same question over and over again like okay well we call loved ones who pass angels too like our angels but are there really angels and i and i was like we've done this show for three years like yeah (laughs) yeah no like legit angels um and so i thought i'd come on here and clarify that i do see how the word angel could be all-encompassing but that angels are real they're the will of god's energy going out into the multiverse you know and coming here to be able to help serve God universe sources will. Um, And so I thought that was fascinating last night, but it tied in like perfectly right here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I can see where people, if they don't understand where it does get a little confusing, you know, as as far as because, and then you don't want to sound like, you know, as far as what do you mean you can hear other people in your head and how, you know, but it's not, it's not a scary thing. It's, it's just something. And I have been intuitive since I was little. I have been, I mean, I'm the one that when I had to go off to summer camp, I'm like, bye ghosts, you know, because I didn't know what to call them back then. But, you know, I I just have always been able to be very intuitive. So I was never afraid of anything or if I saw anything, it didn't frighten me. That's awesome. Okay. (laughs) On to your second angel story. 
Okay, so my second annual story um, happens to deal with my my dad. He passed away, but right before he passed away, it was kind of getting down to when, you know, we weren't sure. And unfortunately, we weren't able to get hospice for him. So my mom and I were taking care of him. And I had spent a really good day with my dad. And, you know, and I came home and told my husband, I said, oh, he's going to be fine. You know, I'm like, he, he's not going anywhere. We're going to get more time with him. Well, about four hours later, um, it's in the middle of the night. My mom called me and it's really weird because my mom does not handle emergencies really well. So her voice was calm, but I knew she wasn't. She's like, your dad fell out of bed and I can't, I, I, I can't get him back in bed. So it's like, okay. So it was just, you know, I was like, okay. So I took some time, threw on some clothes. I'm about 45 minutes away from them. And so I drove and I went ahead and, um, but it was weird. I mean, there was, I couldn't drive as fast as I wanted to. There was highway patrol there. It was just a whole weird experience. Like, you know, as far as I couldn't get there as fast as I wanted to, because just things kept like slowing me down. So I went ahead and I was right almost to the exit to, um, to, ex- to take to my dad's house. And all of a sudden, I just felt this warm, loving energy come into my, and mind you, I'm driving, so into my passenger seat. And I look over and I just see sparkling, like diamond-like lights, just, just like thousands of little lights next to me. And I'm looking and I just knew. And, and as, as far as, so I was looking at it and I'm trying to drive and look, and I'm just like, oh my goodness. And, and then all of a sudden I felt a, a kiss on my forehead and I just tried not to cry because I knew my dad passed. And I just told him I loved him and thank you. Um, because my dad didn't believe in any of this stuff. So that earlier that day, I had asked him, I said, you know, I know you don't believe in, you know, being able to come back or anything like that. I said, but the only thing I ask you is when you do pass, you just let me know you're okay. Because I know, you know, as far as, but he didn't. So I just, and so then, it, and then as soon as the experience, the, the sparkling light, diamond lights went away, my mom called me just crying, like the crying, like she couldn't speak. And I was like, I am down the street. I know, I know it's okay. And she goes, what? And I was like, I'll be right there. Raced there and got there and took care of everything. And then later that evening when I was with my mom, it was just her and I, my brother had left and everything. And she's, she looks at me, she goes, how did you know he passed? She's like, how did, and I said, because he came to I said, as he, I, I said, I'm not sure if he was, had already transitioned, was not, you know, quite sure because I wasn't there. And she goes, but you weren't here, you know, and I said, but I wasn't supposed to be there. He wouldn't be able to pass if I was there. As I told her, I said, our bond was so strong that it would have made it more difficult. And so, you know, so that's why I said, so that's the reason why I said, now it makes sense why you called me. And she's like, but I wasn't calm. I said, I know you weren't. But it was your, so I think it was the angels or, you know, as far as my spirit team and his kind of working together, knowing that I have to slow her down because she can't be there when he passed. And then he gave me the beautiful, you know, knowing that he was okay. Well, it's interesting, you know, because we can all kind of 
have our egoic minds think about how we would handle a situation if a situation is presented. But our angels always say, um, you never really know right until you go through that situation and so they're always there and they're always like able to kind of manipulate the energy around us to bring us into the vibration that's going to hold us in that moment um here's what's interesting though jennifer is um your dad says and you and i have not talked about this beforehand um he says that going through the angel Reiki school has really helped you and him bridge a different type of relationship and really helped you learn how to communicate with him even more or on a deeper level. Can you explain that to people? Yeah, I think what it is, is that um, right after like he passed, we would I could get I would get signs from him. And as, as far as like, I have an Apple watch and my Apple watch would always change to his city compared, you know, I'd be sitting where I'm at in my, in my city. And then it would change. And I would look down and be like, Oh, hi, Papa. I would call him Papa. But then I moved and I'm, I'm in this same city, but then it stopped. And so then I'm looking and searching for other signs and stuff. And I think now going through the Angel Reiki school, it it really has because there was a point in time, you know, as far as the past month where you kind of get that self-doubt. I think, you know, any student gets that because as far as we look at you and we're like, oh, wow, you know, we should be able to do that. And then when things don't come out the way your egoic mind wants it to, the egoic mind comes in and it's like, oh, you can't do this, you know? And so I remember one night when I was just like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? You know, I'm like, where, what happened to my intuitiveness? It, it's gone. You know, I'm not getting messages for people or whatnot. I sat down and I just, I just talked to my dad and I was like, I need help. I, I don't know what happened, but I was like, please, I'm like, I'm doing this because I'm, I'm finally ready to, you know, get on my spiritual path and, and be the healer that I know that I'm supposed to be. Beautiful souls, do you regularly see repeating numbers, cardinals, or other signs? If so, your angels and loved ones on the other side are trying to tell you something. These signs aren't just a cute hello from the universe. These messages go deeper. These messages are about you, your life, your relationships, your purpose, and how God needs to work through you in this lifetime. Friends, we all go through moments where we question, am I doing this right? Am I on the right track? The thing is, our higher self knows the true answer. Our angels and loved ones in heaven do too. I've worked with the angels to channel the steps you can take to uncode your own personal messages and clearly hear answers from the other side. This workshop will give you your own unique way of communicating with your spirit team and leaning on them for support. After this workshop, you'll be able to integrate these steps into your life to clearly communicate with your angels daily. This workshop is on Saturday, March 26, 2022 at 10.30 a.m. Central Time. It's called Signs and Angel Numbers, a divine guide to clearly understanding your angels. If you're an angel member, this workshop is included in your membership. 
Non-members can register for this workshop on my website, theangelmedium.com. And if you're listening to this in the future, you can also check it out on the website as well. And so, yeah, so that's one of the things is ever since then, it's gotten back my connection and I get my signs, you know, that really helped me kind of keep going. (laughs) Yes. Well, and here's the thing that the angels are saying that everybody listening needs to know today. Every single soul has spiritual gifts. It's whether or not that soul has made the free will decision to develop them or not. But once you make the free will decision to, yes, I do want to develop my spiritual gifts, you always There is not a human being out there that will not have that um, kind of showdown between your egoic mind and your intuition, your soul's real thought system. And you can even see that. um, What was the story in the Bible where Jesus goes off into like the hills and is tested and, you know, the devil, the egoic yeah. mind, <laughs> the egoic mind comes to Jesus and says, you know, you could, I, I'll give you all of this, you know, I'll make you the king of all of this. And he has to battle that egoic mind in order to become who he is and go on his journey as a healer. Um, and, and it's the same for every single soul here on earth. And if you think that you're exempt from it, you're not like everybody's going to have to go through that. And what I tell um, students in the angel Reiki school is what the angels tell me is the only way to not be successful is to stop. Because if you stop, that is your own free will saying, I give up. I cannot do this. If you stop, you cannot continue on to growth. You're stopping your growth. You're stopping your evolution. But as long as you say, God, I don't know how you're going to do this, but I know you work miracles and I need one over here. You know, you're going to keep going. You're going to keep allowing yourself to grow and make mistakes, make mistakes and fail forward. And as you continue to go through your journey as a healer, you grow and you grow and you grow. And It's not success. It's just continuing to believe and have faith. That's it. And continuing to put one foot in front of the other. Oh, yeah. Can I say one more thing here, too? Oh, sorry. Like, you're starting to talk, and then I'm like, no, this is coming. Um, (laughs) I I follow, uh, I like to give credit where credit is due. I follow Shalene Johnson on social media. I just love her. I think she's hysterical. And her son is on social media too because he helped her with her social media. And what he always says is don't compare your year one to somebody else's year five or their year 10 or their year 20. And that's what it is as well. 
because as soon as you compare yourself to somebody else, oh, on Instagram, this person has so many followers and I'm here and it's not growing as much as I want to, boom, you shut yourself down. Oh, this person's gift is this and mine is supposed to look the same way. And if it doesn't, boom, you're like shutting yourself down. And so the way to work with the egoic mind to overcome it is to stop it from comparing and just allow yourself to see that every soul is unique, unique in the time that they're called to start um, this journey, unique in where they are. But no matter who you are, you listening right here, right now, you have souls behind you who are attached to you in this lifetime, that your soul is here to help, to serve, to be there for. And if you allow your egoic mind to control your life, you don't get to help those souls. And so if you can step out of the comparison and just say, nope, you know what, God, no matter what you want this to be, I am on board just to help those souls that are behind me then you stay on your path and you really overcome that egoic mind voice. Yeah. And that's, it's, it's so true because that night when I called upon, I, I asked my dad, I'm like, look, you know, I'm like, I need help. You know, I'm like, I want to do this, but I'm not feeling. And exactly what you just said is almost exactly what I received, you know, as far as don't compare yourself to, you know, I'm not you, I'm not the others in my, my cohort, you know, as, as far as wonderful, we're all different. And, and that's when I was like, my aha moment happened. And I was like, Oh yeah, I'm, I do my thing my way. What works for me is not going to necessarily work for you or anyone else. And then that moment forward, it changed. And my volunteer sessions and everything have been going great. So yeah, you know, it's really, yeah. (laughs) You got to check the ego. (laughs) Got to check that ego, man. It'll, it'll like, um, it hurts, you know, it, it hurts when you have those comparisons come up and, and it's really our own expectations. And I got to tell you, Jennifer, I've been running the angel Reiki school for like four, four and a half years now. And I have gotten the blessing of working with hundreds and hundreds of women in that program. And it never fails to every single soul that I get to work with over there, their heart is always in the right space. Women who come through my angel Reiki school, they're perfectionists nine times out of 10. And they just want to make the other side proud, make God universe source proud, help their client, make their client proud and just give, 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 give. And I find that that heaviness that they put on themselves most times tends to come from that place of perfectionism as well. And your dad said he wanted you to know that because he said that's you to a T. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) I'm a perfectionist on everything. Yes. And I, and I really had to realize I, I can't be perfect at this. You know, and, and that's, it, it's really hard. It's a struggle, but I'm still learning, you know, as, as far as with the ego, yeah, you know, check it at the door. It, it doesn't matter my, you know, as, as far as I'm doing what I would, my purpose is. 
Right. So. Right. Well, and there's one more thing to this, which I didn't realize, but your dad's bringing this in. One of the things that um, I don't know if you know this about me, but starting when I was 13 years old, I got the opportunity to like write for big newspapers here in Illinois. And um, I got to write for my school newspaper and different things. And one of the things that I loved about journalism is that you got to come in every single day and every single day was different where Uh, I noticed like if you're a teacher, every day kind of is more the same, right? Or if you're going into office, you know, it's all the same. But in journalism, you got to go in and every day was different, which was really fun and exciting to me. And what I find a lot too with teaching Angel Reiki is that there are some people who want everything to be the same every single time. And that perfectionism plays into it. Like if the session doesn't go just like this, then maybe the session was a failure. It wasn't what it is. And I think I may be more accepting of this because of that journalistic background is that no, every single person who comes to see you is going to be different. And what they need is different. Therefore, every Every single session is going to look vastly different. Every single podcast episode is going to look vastly different. But the messages that need to come through, um, if we get out of our own way, which we always do, and just let spirit come through, whatever message is needed will be delivered. And and we just trust that. Yes, thank you. Because, yeah, that's, that's what I've been doing more as far as just... Trusting in which whatever comes through, I provide and whether it resonates with the person or not, and you know, as as far as that's what I received. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, good. Thank you. Of course. (laughs) I know that you have another angel story. Yes. Yeah. This one, um, this one I think is one of my favorite ones because again, it has to deal with my dad. Um, so about a month after, um, he passed, um, as far as I got this dream, but to explain to people, I know it wasn't really a dream. Like I was sleeping it, you know, in all intents purposes, it would be a dream, but I know it was, it, it was real. I, I can't explain it, but I know, but anyways, so it's going to be a little sound a little crazy, but I was flying. My dad and I were flying and, and it was night. And so we were kind of flying through the air and I, we rested on a tree. There was this big tree and there was this tree limb and we both just sat on the tree limb. And my dad, for some reason in my dreams, doesn't really speak to me, but I just know what is being said, you know, like what, what we're doing. So it's silent, but I, we both look down and there's a house and it's really weird because the house, I can see through the house. Like I can see, I'm looking down. I see into the house. I see there's a bedroom and, and I'm sitting there and I'm on this, you know, tree limb and I'm like looking at it. And I see in the bedroom is a man in a hospital bed and I see family around him. And I I'm kind of looking down and looking and, you know, as far as, and I can tell they're sad. Cause again, I'm, I'm not hearing anything, but I could tell the, the people around the, the man in the hospital bed is really, they're really upset. They're sad. It seems like they're saying their goodbyes. Um, next thing I know, my dad floats down and floats down to the man in the hospital bed. And he's 
there and I'm like, okay, no one's noticing him. No one sees him. And then the next thing I know, the, the soul of the man comes out and is next to my dad. And there's just a happiness between them. So I've never, I, I don't really recognize the man in the hospital bed. Um, but as far as there's just, I know his soul has, has come out. I don't know how the best way to say that, but his soul is with my dad, my dad's soul. And I see the people and I see a woman laying across the bed, just, just crying. And just, everyone's really sad in that room. And my dad and the man, their souls kind of start to like flow up towards the sky. And there's this bright, just bright light in the sky. And so my dad turns around and smiles at me and my dad always kissed me on the forehead. So I got the kiss on the forehead and they just kind of disappear. And I hear my guardian angel tell me he, you know, he's a greeter. He's doing on the other side because my dad always believed he had a job on the other side. So my guardian angel's voice said to me, his job on the other side's a greeter. He greets loved ones that have passed or people that he's known in other lifetimes, or if people don't have someone to greet them when they transition, he's there. And then all of a sudden, for the first time, I heard my dad's voice in my head say, I'm a Walmart greeter. And just start <laughs> laughing because he was a jokester. <laughs> like, I, you know, because they always like joked and said, he's like, I think it would be kind of fun to be a Walmart greeter. He's like, you know, to mess with people. And so I was like, oh my God. <laughs> So I hear, cause he's such a jokester. So every once in a while I have things that I'm like, okay, you're joking even from the other side, <laughs> but yeah, that I thought was hilarious. Cause here we're having this just wonderful moment. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, I'm a Walmart greeter, <laughs> but wow. it's just not Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> That's hysterical. Um, well, and this is fascinating because, Jennifer, I've heard it all. You know, I think we've recorded like um, we've recorded so many angel stories over the years, but I've never heard somebody say that they saw or they were with a soul that was in action, like helping from the other side. And that's just so beautiful because we see it, right? And we hear about it. But um, I hope that what the angels were saying as you were speaking is that there's people who needed to hear that who are listening right now, because they wonder, was there somebody with my loved one to take them to the other side? And you know what, Jennifer? Um, I hadn't seen this until now, but my dad just gave me a flash because, you know, when he passed away, he was hiking with my um, brother in the mountains in Colorado, and he began to feel really sick and um was holding his, you know, chest or arm. And um, my brother ran to find help. But I mean, they were up high in this mountain. And um, he was alone, you know, like when he passed, um, he was alone. And when my brother got back, he was already gone. And so uh, as you were telling that story, I saw, you know, other souls being around him and help lift him up and out of his body and help him transition in that way, which I really haven't stopped to think about. 
So for any of you listening who just kind of wonder if there was somebody with your loved one, your angels just said yes. And in the exact same way as Jennifer told her story. Jennifer, you are such an incredible soul. Thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you for having me. And thank you for letting me tell my angel stories. I really appreciate it. Of course, of course. Um, Friends, we are looking for more angel stories. So if you have stories, um, definitely email them in to juliejancis at gmail.com. That uh, email address is always in the show notes below. Um, But really quick, what we're doing is something fun. So I have hired someone on the team who is helping um, now put together the angel stories for a book. And And so, Jennifer, I'd love to feature this one as well in the book, if you don't mind. Um, That would be so fun. Yeah, of course, because I do think it, and like you said, I think people just want to make sure that their loved one is there. And if maybe, maybe they don't have anyone on the other side yet, you know, and so as far as, and there are people. You know, there are people like my dad. So, well, you know. you know what it's a sign and symbol of is I've always seen, you know, that they do work on the other side. And what they're very clear about is that they have this omnipresence that we in our conscious human being mind don't have. We're just here and we can be present here now, but we don't have the same type of omnipresence where they can be physically consciously present in multiple different places at the same time. And so um, because you're uh, people listening, your loved ones were saying, would you please tell people um, to still call on us? Because some folks will say to me, Jennifer, like, well, I only ask my loved ones when something's big because I don't like to your point, your dad's doing all this great work for people um, don't want to take away from that. But what your loved ones say is don't say that because we're omnipresent. We can do all of it all at once. So please still come to us for everything and anything. Yes. Oh yeah. Cause I call on my dad all the time. Cause while he has his job, I know that he can be with me when I need him and good or bad. I always call on him. You know, I, I know he's always with me. <laughs> Yay. Jennifer, thank you so much for being here yes. and being you. You're just such a gorgeous soul and um, friends. Thank you for being here and listening to the show. Uh, don't forget to join me over on Instagram where we've been going live all the time uh, every night and Monday through Thursday. And I am just so excited to get to see you over there. Have a great night, everybody. Thanks. Beautiful souls, I just want us to take a moment and pray together. I want you to start by taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. And I just want you to feel your crown chakra opening at the top of your head. I want you to feel God's loving oneness energy pouring like a waterfall of love into your entire body, surrounding your auric field, filling every molecule of space within you, surrounding you. And I want you to feel that you are so filled to the brim with oneness energy that it begins to radiate out like the rays of energy that radiate out from the sun. 
And friends, what I want to do this month is every time you come to the podcast, I want us just to pray together. The reason we pray, we have shown it scientifically, it does make a difference. When you pray, they have shown scientifically that it does something within another person's energy field. That person might not know that they are being prayed for, but something is happening energetically. So let's come together right now today and just pray. Ah, Danny, if you could take that over again. So let's just come together today and pray. There's a lot happening in the world right now, and this is not about letting fear consume you. This is about taking your energy and directing it the way you want it to go. And so we're going to use our intention today. We're going to use the love that God has just poured into us today to radiate that love out, radiate our intent, prayers, ask God to surround angels with the people on earth who need it. And in particular today, we're going to ask that God surround with angels, the people of Ukraine, to provide the people of Ukraine with angels that give them strength, that give them hope, that give them divine wisdom. Friends, this isn't a political thing whatsoever. This is a human thing. This is a collective consciousness thing. And what we're doing today is bringing more love into this world. So I want you to just take a moment to pray with me. Dear God, universe source, we know that there are babies that uh, should be in a NICU right now, special needs children who should be in an ICU hospital right now who are not able to because of the conflict that is happening in Ukraine. And God, we ask you to protect those children, to heal those children, to surround those children with the angels that they need to give them everything to become fully 110% healthy. God, universe source, we pray for the mothers who are pregnant right now, who are fear-filled of how they're going to give birth, where they're going to give birth. We ask you to put their hearts, their minds at ease and create a safe place for them to bear children into this world. God, we pray for the displaced families the children who are unsure of what's going on, who have fear in their hearts. We pray for those children to be surrounded by angels of comfort, angels of love who fill them up so that they know they're not alone and they feel a semblance of safety, of security. We also play, pray for those displaced families, those who are left behind, those who are still fighting. God, we ask you to give them courage. We ask you to give them strength. 
We ask you to fill them with every single thing that it is that they need to get through this time in their life. God, Universe Source, we ask you to provide everyone in Ukraine with angels to surround them. God, Universe Source, we also pray for those who have lost somebody in this conflict that you help bring healing to the hearts of those who are left behind. And friends, I just want you to take a moment to add in your own prayer right here, right now. Friends, your angels ask you to hold a vision, a future earth, and that is one filled with peace with love, where there is all peace on earth. And if your egoic mind comes in, gets in the way and says, that's not possible, Julie, it is. We all have to hold that vision within our minds right now. So start by holding it within yours, by seeing all of earth as peace-filled as loving towards one another. Your angels say that now more than ever, it's so important for you to do your own work on yourself. Because when you're spiritually healthy individually, it leads to us being spiritually healthy as a collective. So doing the work on yourself individually lends itself to peace within all. When you have peace within you, we can have peace within the collective. So friends, please know that your angels do not want you to be fear-filled. They want you to, anytime your egoic mind brings in fear, use your intention Use your ability to pray. There is no wrong way to pray. To pray for people you care about, even if you don't know them. Use this opportunity to look at your own life and the lessons that God, Universe, Source, your angels are trying to bring into you right now on how to bring more peace into your life. So that as you create a more peace-filled world for yourself, we can come into a more peace-filled collective as a whole. Friends, I want you to see one more time peace on earth, peace within yourself, peace within your own life. I want you to send that energy that you are filled with, that oneness energy, out to the world, out to the people of Ukraine, out to everyone on this planet who needs it. Remember, it's not coming from you. It's coming through you from God, universe, source. If you allow it to, that oneness energy is an unlimited source that will flow through you to everybody who needs it here on earth. Friends, thank you for coming together. Thank you for praying with me. Thank you for sending love out into the universe. Every single time your egoic mind tries to bring you back into a fear state, I just want you to stop 
for 30 seconds, call in your angels and just pray. Just feel that oneness automatically radiating within your body and just send it out into the world to those who need it. Friends, I love you. Spirit loves you. Your angels, your loved ones on the other side, they are looking out for you. They're with you right here, right now. Open up your heart to miracles, to blessings, to this vision of peace filling this world. Bye, friends.